One of the things we say is money matters because life matters more. Being present at work, have, being able to enjoy a family dinner together and not sort of being distracted by the stress of, of oh my gosh, how am I going to pay that bill? Taking care of our money concerns allows us to lead the good life. It allows us to be present with our spouse, with our kids. And so it's, it's really um, about taking care of money so that the other things in life can be realized. Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, the show where we share stories and advice on building up your marriage and wealth together. I'm Elle Martinez. Support for this podcast comes from Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money Masterclass. This course is designed to help you two get on the same page with money, dump your debt faster, and get you on the path to financial freedom. Sign up for the class today and get lifetime access. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash jumpstart. How do you feel about your budget? Be honest. Chances are you're not exactly thrilled about it. And a lot of people would agree with you. There are different surveys out there and reports, but I saw one with Experian that when they looked at those, they surveyed 42%, almost half, didn't have a budget. And the reason is they felt that they were unnecessary and ineffective. And to be honest, years ago, I would have said the same thing. But now I feel completely different about budgets. I see them as an opportunity to help us, yes, reach our long-term goals, but still have some fun. So how do you do that? How do you create a budget that you both love? Peter Paulson from Teller, one of the coolest money apps out there, is joining me today to offer some fantastic suggestions and ideas. In this episode, we'll discuss how a budget can fit into your life and grow with you through your marriage and your family situations, how to fit your personal hobbies and some fun into your budget, and why there is no one-size-fits-all budget out there. I had a lot of fun talking with Peter, and we really jumped into it by talking about what a budget means to us. There are certain myths that people have about a budget. And one is it's a restriction. And then two, it's only about numbers. That's how they approach it. We're, we can't go out because we have no money or we can't go on that trip because we can't have put it in the budget. And that's not what a budget is about. So I kind of want to start from there for you, both as someone married and then also creating Teller. What do you see a budget as? Sure, sure. Well, you know, and I'll say that that's the founding of Tiller, honestly, was that uh, my wife, Shannon, and I have been married for 10 years now. And we both were really good with our finances before we got married. And then we got married and the velocity of money just increases. And then we had our first son and then we had our second son. And with each step, the velocity of money increases. And, and it was harder, frankly, for us. Like we were very competent individually, but then married with kids and, uh, and we were searching for a better tool. And, and that's actually what, what led to, to Tiller. So it's, I feel it's a, such a common issue with every mm-hmm. couple out there. And, uh, and it's a really important one. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So you guys were pretty good with money coming in. What were those conversations like when you were creating your, your first joint budget or working together on the finances? What were points that were easy to change and adjust? Sure. And what were some kind of tricky points for you guys? 
Sure. So I'll tell you that one theme for us, and I see again, I, this is pretty universal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we, if you had, if you, if you asked us, okay, Peter and Shannon, how much do you make? We could say, okay, yeah, we work here and we make this mm -hmm. much, and this is our, this is our income. And then if you asked us, how much do you spend? Now that problem, that question would be mm -hmm. a little challenging to answer. Uh, individually, it's very challenging to answer as a couple because it's like, well, I don't know. It seems like for everything we make, we spend twice as much. Like, where is it all going? And so I feel like that's such most couples out there mm -hmm. can put their finger on very precisely. Here's what we make. Uh, here's yeah. what my spouse makes if they work. And here's what I make if I work. And here's what we make as a couple. Uh, and it's so hard to uh, to say where, where you spend. And so that's, I think, at the core of working together is coming together on what are we actually spending and trying to grapple with that. Gotcha. So you're juggling so many different goals. There's sure. this idea of, yes, we want to do it all, but the reality is we kind of have to focus our attention on one or two few goals for you. Do you remember the initial goals you guys had together as a couple? Sure. So it's varied through sort of different phases of our marriage. Initially, my wife was working at Microsoft and wanted to leave to be a full-time writer. And so around the time we were having kids, so she was sort of redefining that phase of her career with young kids and that required us to sharpen pencils. And then more recently, she now as our kids have gotten a bit older, she's enjoyed going back to work. That's a really fulfilling side of, of her and has built some speaking around her writing that complements that. And so for us right now, our goal is we are planning for our next house. Great. So how do you guys manage your money? Like, how do you guys talk about what goes in the budget? What has to get tweaked? Is it like a weekly thing, a monthly? Is it kind of formal? I know every couple is kind of different with their approach. Sure. So for us, we are monthly, we're having a good conversation and we're also often talking about it um, weekly in more of a side conversation. But I'll, I'll tell you, those conversations become much, much easier. One of the things you've alluded to before, which I completely agree with, but in every relationship, there's typically an accountant and yeah. there's the non-accountant. Now, mm -hmm. like it's ironic, like I'm the accountant. That's not ironic because like Tiller, I, <laughs> Tiller is my, my work. But what is ironic is, yeah. is my wife, she, was, she worked in finance before we got married. So she could easily, just as easily be the accountant. But in most relationships, you divide and conquer stuff. So we could, either of us could do it. I, I'm the accountant in this role. And we see that again and again with relationships. And what is typically the case is the, the person who is the accountant, who's paying the bills and making sure there's, there's money, is in the loop. And the other spouse is out of the loop, which can result in two outcomes. One is they spend with reckless abandon because they don't see it. And the other is that they they actually are afraid to spend anything because they don't know is there any money and neither are are very healthy places to work from and so big part for us and a big part of what is the beauty of using a spreadsheet especially a collaborative one like google sheets and especially a service like tiller that feeds your data into it but google sheets allow you to a couple to both access that sheet and so a really good practice that has worked well for us and also uh, we see working well for others is we share bank accounts Couples mm -hmm. don't have to, there's different approaches, but for us, we've just decided we're all in on this marriage. There's no uh, exit clauses. So part of us in, in how we want to do that is in, in being all in is have shared accounts. But again, there are many ways to skin that cat. And 
So we can both go in and categorize transactions. I'm typically the one that's going to build the reports and sort of make sure everything gets settled. But mm -hmm. a simple act of both of us being able to go into that Google Sheet and categorize mm -hmm. transactions is incredible in what it does for building awareness because we, you've talked about mindless spending and you recently talked about Amazon and mindless spending. So yeah. many things out there, we swipe, we click and we spend without really registering what's happened. And the brief amount of time to look at the transactions that actually come through the bank is a really valuable place to stop and take a breath and say, okay, this is actually the money that's coming out. Let's put a category behind it and let's, we can start to visualize the money that's going through. And so that, that process is at the core for us. And I think it's a really valuable process because otherwise so much spending is happens without really thinking. Yes, that's so true. And that's actually something I like about Teller. You can adjust it more frequently and it's, it's right there. I mean, that's, and it's that's customizable, right. which that's I, right. I think is great. And, you know, one of the things in budgeting, you know, I think for any couple that's starting this process, so sort of think back mm -hmm. to your, your wedding vows, right? And so, like for us, uh, ours, and I think others w mm -hmm. are probably similar, but, you know, it's based around love, to have and to hold, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health. There's actually, money is part of the wedding vows. Like the, <laughs> most people have it for richer or for poor. It's like yeah. you love each other no matter what's happening. And so, uh, and so it's also... One of the things that's so hard is people come with different attitudes and backgrounds around money. And, and I will say even for us, like to, it's taken us years to, to have those conversations and get to the point where uh, there's, it's not judgmental. And one of the yeah. things that's, that is amazing about the simple act of sitting down and looking at what we've spent is you don't actually need to be judgmental because mm -hmm. I, like I love watches. So occasionally like, you know, I will go and, uh, and buy a new watch and, you don't actually, Shannon doesn't need to tell me, wow, you're spending a lot on watches. Like the data is there. I can beat myself up on my own, in my own head and have that conversation. <laughs> she doesn't need to have it with me. All we're doing is we're just looking at the facts. And mm -hmm. so, so what you can move to, and it's like what I think is so important is to people avoid those conversations because they're, uh, they often can be antagonistic. And I loved Andy Heal when you talked mm -hmm. with him recently, he was talking about how they scheduled a date night around uh, looking at their money and yeah. making it fun. And I think that's, that's a big part of it. And also just saying, look, our goal here is, uh, I, th I think there's three elements of, the, of sort of a good process. One is, what is that overriding goal? For us, it's we're planning towards our, our next house. Like we, mm -hmm. our, our kids are a really important goal, but they don't, that doesn't require a financial commitment from us right now at this stage. The, uh, we both love our work. We're not looking to to, to leave our work. So for us, it's that next house. That's, that's our, our big goal. So we have the goal. We have a tool for us. It's the spreadsheet and we have sort of, we, you then build your muscle. Step three is you build your muscle around talking around that money. And I'm a big believer that if you simply are looking at the data that's coming through, categorizing it and seeing what's happened, you don't, there's, there's no judgment required because over time, your spending will align with your values and, mm -hmm. and it's going to generate really good conversations. It's like, hey, look, this month we actually stepped backwards rather than forwards in our progress towards our goal. Okay, like we're simply being aware of that fact means yeah. that without even beating ourselves up, let alone the other, just then it actually dramatically improves the chance that next month we're going to make progress towards it because we're aware. And so when we're thinking about where we're going to go for our date night. It's like, well, we could go to that fancy restaurant or we could go to that cheap one. And all of a sudden 
like we're both aligned because we're like, yeah, last, last month we ran hot this month. Let's not. So the simple, like the awareness is so important and trying to do it without the judgment. So. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that's an important point because some couples also avoid, because they think if we kind of go and walk on eggshells, we won't start a fight, but that is actually setting yourself up for bigger issues down the line when you are trying to save up for a house and maybe you want to start a business or you know start a family you haven't developed that muscle as you mentioned and i also like even if couples decide you know we're going to keep some separate or all of it separate until we decide otherwise with a spreadsheet or as a couple we can still plan out together you can still be on the same page no secret accounts and spreadsheets make it easy because I don't know about you, Peter, but sometimes I'm busy. So if something's already set up for me, you know, on paper, if my husband can log in and see the accounts or if he forgets, it's been set up. It's like not one and done, but at least the hard part is done. And when life gets busy and it does, (laughs) you can still check in and it doesn't feel like you're reinventing the wheel every month with your budget. It's accounts. where are we going? That's right. To underscore a couple of those points, I think it's great if couples have different accounts too. You have to just do what suits you. We have some great blog content on how couples can use, sort of have their own accounts and then have their shared accounts in that, in that tiller sheet. And that, that can work really well. Uh, so the other thing I would say is even um, the mere act of budgeting isn't necessarily a requirement. Like you were talking recently with Mike and Mihaila and yeah. they, they aren't budgeters. They're, they track their net worth. But for them, like looking at that, net worth every month helps them see, are we making forward or backwards progress? I think budgeting is actually a really good tool if people don't have an opinion, but if they simply being aware of what's happening, whether it's a traditional budget, whether it's tracking your net worth, whether it's simply just coming up with a report of what did we spend last month without the budget piece, the common theme that all these couples have that are successful is they're paying attention. They're noticing what's happening with our spending, what's happening with our money, and that always leads to better things. Yes, yes, I completely agree. And thanks for bringing up some of those examples. Because I think kind of circling back to that first question with a budget, it really is what kind of life do we want to build together? And of course, there's individual goals that we have and goals as a family, goals as a couple, whatever. And how are we going to get there? One component is money. And that's just a piece of the puzzle. Uh, But talking about it, seeing what else do we need to change or is this going to be a career decision that we need to adjust? Uh, Family time with the kids, the kids maybe need more of our time. It's those seasons of life where if you're not talking about it, if you don't have some system in place, and it might sound unromantic with marriage, but sometimes the most loving thing you can do is put it on the schedule. Yes, right. That's right. No, that's right. And it's... uh, you know, we, one of the things we say is money matters because life matters more. Uh, mm-hmm. And the reason we say that at Tiller is because it's the reason, it, just that, like mm-hmm. g- going to the kids' soccer game, being present at work, have, being able to enjoy a family dinner together and not sort of being distracted by the stress of, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay that bill? That's taking care of our money concerns allows us to lead the good life. It allows us to be present with our spouse, with our kids. And so it's really about taking care of money so that the other things in life can be, can be realized. Special thanks to Peter for being a part of this show. If you're looking for a completely customized solution or want to check out some of their simple to use templates, go visit Tiller 
they have a free 30-day trial so you can really dig in and see how they can help you create a budget that fits you and your situation. Just head over to couplemoney.com tiller. And if you're looking to upgrade your budget, I'll have info and links to the resources in the show notes over at Couple Money, including some of my favorite budget templates so you too can have a foundation and adjust it from there. And I know many of you are busy, so if you want to stay on top of the podcast, watch the videos, articles, make sure you're subscribed to Couple Money. I send out weekly updates with everything we release, as well as some behind the scene and exclusive stuff. Plus, it's free. Just go to couplemoney.com slash join. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere and Music for Makers. Finally, and most importantly, I want to say thank you. Your support of the show means so much to me. Thank you for sharing your favorite episodes. I'd love to continue this conversation, have others included in it about how we can work together and build our marriage and our finances as a team. If you ever have any questions, please be a part of the community. Send me a message. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Couple Money. I hope you have a great week. Take care. <laughs>